welcome to this podcast from Adelaide Place Baptist Church. We are a community of disciples, apprentices of Jesus, who live and work in the city of Glasgow, and it's our vision to join God in the renewal of all things. Our discipleship to Jesus is for all of our lives, so as well as listening to this podcast, we'd love for you to join us on a Sunday morning, or get involved in one of our missional communities, which are across the city throughout the week. Our prayer is that you encounter Jesus in some way through this podcast. More information can be found at apbc.net. I want us to reflect particularly on that um, text in 1 Peter about uh, casting our anxiety on the Lord. I want us to, to, I guess, uh, think about prayer. Uh, this afternoon if I was to ask you I'm not going to like actually get you to answer me but as you reflect just now actually I'm going to change can I change the microphone this is just going to there we go goodbye microphone um if I was to ask you to just think through your last week and your prayer life, um, your answer is safe with you, but how would you, how would you describe your prayer life over the last week? Um, what was that like? Um, a lot of you will know that I was on sabbatical for um, three months, which was graciously uh, given to me by our church in May, June, July, um, just over summer. And... I had quite an idealistic view of how my prayer life was going to look over a sabbatical because all of this time was, was gifted to me to pray and to be, have space for that. Um, and it's funny how in the first few weeks in particular, it's just like, I, it, it was so far away from what I thought it was going to be like. I think I was expecting, you know, some sort of, I was going to say Zen, but I don't really mean that, but, you know, just some sort of peaceful, uh, deep place with God and three, four weeks into um, my sabbatical, I just can't be bothered and find it difficult. And, um, and, and I guess the ideal of what I had in prayer was, was kind of shattered for a while. I wonder, not looking for right answers about giving yourself a mark out of 10 of how you prayed, but just what, was your, what is your reality of uh, this um, thing called prayer as we're going to lean into this um, this text in First Peter, this sort of casting prayer, casting our anxiety um, before God. Um, prayer, you know, when you look at it in the scriptures, there, there's loads of different types of prayer. There's um, lots of famous ones and lots of ones that just go under the, the radar. And, you know, it, it, prayer, as if you've probably been around church or faith, you know, it's, it's essential. It's like incredibly important, as we've been thinking in Genesis about the, God's um, intimate presence in the garden. And prayer is one of those places where it's meant to be that intimate connection, this place of connection with, with God. There's, there's, but there's loads of different types of prayer. And one really rich um, experience I had was, was, was actually when I was on sabbatical. Part of the trip I went on was uh, I had a retreat and it was in the United States, and it, the, the second day of the retreat was on the 24th of May, um, 
And if you remember what happened in the States, it was one of those in horrific mass uh, shootings in uh, Uvalde um, County in Texas where 19 uh, teenagers died, and, or children, and two um, uh, teachers. And it was, it was absolutely horrific. But, and, but the experience then, so me being in America... Um, it's hugely insightful to be in, in America, in American context, when that happened. Because when we gathered that morning after that for morning prayers, um, we, it, the sort of instinctive, hard, um, painful sorts of prayers that were expressed in, in that room was, was hugely um, moving and difficult. And um, at one point, the Korean um, pastor, she's an American Korean, but she just led us in a Korean-style prayer, which was, if you've experienced that before, is everybody just praying out loud at the same time, which was interesting in and of itself. But, but it, it was a real wave of, of, of raw emotion that was expressed, and, and it became hugely uh, just ingrained in my mind. Um, in these difficult times, again, we realized, like, just prayer is, is deeply important. It's that place where we just come, come before God and, and meet with him. And that was a new type of prayer, but seeing it in a, in, in a really raw moment um, has really uh, stuck with me. In First Peter, um, the text um, Colin read, we see that uh, prayer is, is an act of humility, um, we, we, we're meant to read, there's an injunction against pride, and we're to read verses 5 to 6 about clothing yourself in humility and God opposing the proud. And there's this call to actively humble ourselves. And it's, it's closely related to verse 7, which is about prayer. Um, so God is opposing the proud, and then it says, casting our anxiety, all your anxiety, upon the Lord. And it's like the, the Apostle Peter is, is kind of insisting um, prayer is the antidote to pride or it, the, the non-praying position is actually quite a proud position. And actually one of the ways we demonstrate our humility is coming uh, before God in prayer. And prayer is like this dramatic act. I love the, the, just the linguistics of that casting image of just throwing uh, all your anxieties or cares uh, before the Lord. And in the context of the whole letter of First Peter, it's in a context of battle with culture. If you've known First Peter, it's this reference to Babylon and Rome and, and how Christians engage with a, with a hostile culture. And he's saying that core in this is, is something about humility, but something about prayer. And it's this, it's this casting type prayer that I just want to hang on a wee bit longer on. How do we how do we do this sort of casting all our anxiety type prayer? What what does that even look like? Um, and yeah, I I, I, I in some ways I think you know I, I've I've been there I've done it, but as I've just reflected upon uh, this little line in in that um, in First Peter this week. It's that verse, casting all our anxiety upon the Lord, is a quotation from Psalm 55, which Psalm 55 is in a collection of, of psalms of lament. Now, 
so there, there's a clue here, even in the sort of the, the reference from the text back to Psalm 55, that this, this casting our anxiety sort of prayer actually is a, is, has a shape, has a form that w- would have been known. So the, the Psalm of Lament, a lot of them take the sort of, this shape of, of, you could divide it into three movements, and Psalm 55 works like this. The first movement is of a complaint, which is less, like an unusual honesty before God. You know, it, it, it's, it's almost a speech act that you might not, you might be a bit surprised to hear in prayer. So it's, it's a complaint. The second movement is an, a, an urgent petition. It's a specific petition as well, but it's a, a really urgent petition. And the third movement is about the assurance of God's character. And we see this uh, in the pattern of, of Psalm 5, if you take, or 55, if you take it as an example. The complaint in Psalm 55, which is this honest speech that names reality, it goes like this. My thoughts trouble me, and I am distraught. Because of what my enemy is saying, because of the threats of the wicked, for they bring down suffering on me and assail me in their anger. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. There's the sense of what's going on in this psalm is the psalmist is, is David and he's been betrayed by a friend and it hurts and he's obviously been betrayed by a friend in the sense of a, a threat, a military threat and the, the, the complaint aspect movement is just this honest pouring out uh, by the psalmist David uh, before God. It's honest speech that names reality or names the present fears or needs. And then this second movement is this urgent uh, petition. The casting involves an urgent petition. Listen to my prayer, O God, is verse one. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me, answer me. Lord, confuse the wicked, confound their words, for I see violence and strife in the city. Let death take my enemies by surprise. Let them go down alive to the realm of the dead, for evil finds lodging among them, says in verse 15. The the psalmist is just like just letting God know exactly what they need. You might even consider, is that an appropriate thing to pray as a Christian? But is there a human voice in, in that cry of a, of a raw situation where they've just been overthrown, betrayed? And yet they, they name the, 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 the reality. They, they, they have this abrasive conversation, but they also um, get really urgent in their petition. I notice that it's, it's, it's not the sort of prayer that, that rushes to assurance or a prayer that just wants to find soothing or smothering over the problem quite quickly. Um, you know, it, it's easy to you go, go to your, I don't know what your favorite worship song would be, you hate worship music, that's okay. But, you know, to, to try and just go to that, to, to, to engender the, that feeling of things being okay. And, and that is okay, the assurance comes, but it, it doesn't skip the moment of complaint, of urgent petition that has no background music, it has no escapism, it has no it, it just looks at 
what doesn't want to be looked at. And so there's, they don't just rush to assurance in this sort of casting uh, prayer in, in Psalm 55. And in effect, you could say nothing is really skipped in this honest mode of prayer, this searching prayer. And then the assurance does come in, in Psalm 55. It goes like this. And then we'll go to first Peter. God, who is enthroned from of old, who does not change, he will hear them and humble them because they have no fear of God. And this is a reference. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken, but you, God, will bring down the wicked. There's a lovely, the assurance doesn't mean they're, they're there. They might not even feel assured yet, but in, in the complaint and in the conversation, they are stating who they have experienced God to be, his character. And the assurance then given in First Peter 5 is simple as it is certain. It says, casting all your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. And it's reminiscent of the teaching of Jesus. Can a single sparrow fall to the ground without your father knowing? Or the... Numbers of hair on your head, not counted by our Father. And then, aren't you much more valuable than a a whole flock of sparrows? And the casting then is, this, this honest casting of prayer comes before the Father who, who just cares so, so deeply um, for us and for you. And I wonder if there are those who maybe, maybe have been Christians for a long time and I wonder if you would agree with me that it's sometimes very hard to trust God for things that are completely out with your control. I wonder if you just struggle to be in that place when things are just so vastly out with your control. And we sometimes, even in prayer, are trying to pseudo-manage. It's a pseudo-casting. We, we try and pray, but we, we're trying to manage the situation. And actually, the real grace and invitation here is, it's like, I don't have this. I'm not in control of this. I don't even have any idea of the outcome. But you say you're good. And you say you're my father. And you say you care. And it's in that context that this conversation, this, this type of prayer, this casting prayer happens. And I wonder, there's one thing talking about it and it's another doing it, doing the casting. And I wonder how many of us just in this moment, whether big things, huge things that might be going in on our life or small things, We just need to take a moment. We're going to be coming around the Lord's table. But I wonder if we could just use this space to not just talk about it, but to start casting these things that are just ebbing away our life before the one who cares for us. Let's take that opportunity um, just now in prayer. Let's pray together.
we talked a few weeks ago about just this a, a breath prayer, trying to catch our breath as we pray and just to still our hearts in God's presence. And you might find it helpful just in the stillness and the quiet just to quietly pray, maybe with your feet planted, just pray as you breathe in, our Father. And as you breathe out, say we rest in you. Our Father, we rest in you. Father, we rest in you. Let's just take some moments just to name in the quiet big things and small things before her Father who cares for us. would you particularly draw near to those hurting the most or filled with the greatest fear in this place God would you speak a voice that calms the storm would you help us to live more carefree with you